1: Tony. It's Tuesdays with Tony Katz on the Hammer and Nigel
2: show. I don't want to keep Tony waiting.
0: My name is Nigel. Tony Kennett is in for Jason Hammer, hooking up live with Tony Katz. It's Tuesdays with Tony. Bigger story in America right now. The Biden crime family. Weiss being appointed special counsel when he's already been working on Hunter's case for years and agreed to a sweetheart plea deal that fell through. Or the big news that came down last night. Trump's fourth indictment out of Georgia. What do you think?
2: The, the bigger story is the Biden crime family. Uh, this, this goes, I say this all the time, it goes without saying. I'm not even going to uh, pretend uh, that uh, there's even anything close here. The Trump indictment is salacious, and of course you got to talk about it. Sure. The kitchen sink being thrown at Trump and, and the team. I mean, I really dug deep with, um, with William Jacobson from Cornell Law, Cornell Law professor. This is This is madness in terms of uh, how desperate this looks and really this conversation of a a backstop. This is the state of Georgia saying, hey, look, federal government, if you can't uh, get Trump on any of the things you've done, uh, you've put out there, don't worry. We got you covered. We got you, Boo Bear. We'll take 19 people. We'll we'll charge them under a RICO predicate. We'll get one of these no-good so-and-sos, and that'll bring down the whole house of cards. You're welcome. I mean, that is salacious stuff. <laughs> yeah. But the bigger story is whether or not the current president of the United States, through his son, took
1: bribes. I mean, and not only that, but I mean, obviously, when you're looking at some kind of a bribery or corruption scandal, you have to, you know, usually there's some kind of weird paper trail to follow, and you have to connect all of these dots. I was amazed when I saw the House uh, Oversight Committee report that says that a Kazakhstani, uh, not official, but oligarch, uh, basically donated the exact amount for a, a fancy, Antique sports car,
2: one hundred forty-three thousand two hundred dollars. But who's counting? And then the very next
1: calendar day, like we've just swept over the dateline, and Biden purchases the car. I don't know for that exact amount. I don't know how overt you can get more so than that. Uh, you you can't. But
2: how how glorious it is! How glorious it is that that you can be that brazen in America and nothing's going to happen to you. And that is what people see. And they go two tier justice and they get sickened. They get sickened by it. And the question is, how will they act? Like what's, what's the plan on voting? Because if you listen to, uh, uh, it was so great. It was Dick Morris. You remember Dick Morris and he's on Newsmax now. Mm-hmm. And he says two things. Trump's going to jail and Trump will be the next president and he'll do it from jail. Uh, I think the first part's right. What? Yep. Uh, I think the first part's right. I thought this from the January 6th indictment. I definitely think it from this because they're going to catch somebody in a something and they're going to put Donald Trump in jail. I'm not saying they should. They're going to put him in jail.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't know if the
2: Republican Party has the even the people who have been supportive of Trump can say to themselves, we prepared to give to lose to Joe Biden again over this. I don't know if they've got it in them. And let's be clear, the over this is not to discount what's happening. This is a disgusting abuse of power. This is Banana Republic, as it's being discussed. This is not American at all. But when winning is the objective, one must ask themselves how they win. I don't know if it's going to continue to be in that polling.
0: Trump is the only way to win. What's the difference then between this indictment and in the and then the others and and, and you I, I was actually kind of stunned to just hear you say it's stunning to hear somebody, anybody say that the president is going to jail, a former president who could later be elected president. So so let's make sure we understand some some things about
2: this indictment. First, this is happening on a state level and, and not a federal level, and there's a question about why. Why are you engaged in this when these same charges in, in a couple different spots are happening? happening on on a, on a federal level right uh, but what the state charge allows especially under this RICO uh, statute Uh, this is a racketeering statute they have very different rules in Georgia than in other places Uh, different burdens uh, of proof different ways of engaging the charges so when you look at all of the charges and all of the allegations in the in the 96 page indictment and you realize that that Fonnie Williams uh, who is the district attorney is going to try all 19 at
1: the same time, like Harvey Dent in in Batman, like when they they rounded up all of the Gotham criminals in one room. That's yeah, mafia st- I mean, type it, stuff. No, that's what Rico was made for. Yeah, I mean, right. no, the fact that Rudy Giuliani is being charged <laughs>
2: under a Rico predicate yeah. is the greatest irony of all time. It man. It really is. It it's really nuts. is. But once you realize that, you realize they don't need to get Trump. They need to get one. They need to get one in order to take down the whole, quote-unquote, cabal. Right. And that's the objective here. This isn't about justice. This is about playing gotcha. And as we have seen, it is so obvious that these charges could have been brought Two months ago or two years ago that the timing of the bringing of these charges soon after we learn more about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, of course, it's always the way it goes. Right. Uh, it's not just coincidence, people.
0: It's happened that it, way every time,
2: every time, Nigel every freaking time this is happening for political purposes and in terms of coming now as opposed to two years ago if anybody if anybody thinks that the political left isn't an obscene organization what they have shown if you think Trump was wrong for January 6th that's fine if you think Trump was wrong for having classified documents that's fine if you think Trump was wrong for whatever he did to Stormy Daniels that's fine what the political left has done in this prosecution is worse the impeachment prosecution was worse, the January 6th prosecution was worse, the January 6th show trials was worse, this was worse. If we're going to rank these things, this is worse, and there is not a person in Indiana nay America who can argue that point and win against me.
0: Tuesdays with Tony Katz. So what happens if Donald Trump goes to jail? Are they expecting, like, another... Are they hoping for uh, the the left another January sixth like episode? I mean, what really? What's worst case scenario in your mind if if this happens? I don't. I I, I am only interested in
2: winning. I want to be clear uh, about that, that I don't have allegiances to people. I I have beliefs, theories, philosophies, ideas of how a country should be run and what allows me to live my life the way I see fit. I am not about people. I have no cult of personality in me whatsoever. I only want victory. If Trump going to jail means I can't have victory, I'm voting for somebody else. I want the victory. Now, that victorious person needs to clean a lot of house. As I've said, I want a thousand DOJ agents fired. I don't care if they're happy. I don't care if the FBI agents are happy or DOJ staffers are happy. Let them sue. The President of the United States has control of the DOJ. I fire everybody. State Department, a thousand people. I clean
1: up the house. That's
2: called draining the swamp, and I do it in the first day.
1: Right. That's and how it has to happen. So this is really what kind of gets my goat because I'm I'm watching a lot of individuals who could be rallying around what could be an opportunity to pick up a major time of of an offense against the president's current corrupt administration. Obviously, so, and yet we're sitting here talking about how well Republicans need to stop sending angry letters and it's time to prosecute a thousand people right now on this day of 2023. And and it, it really frustrates me because I know that even though that stuff sounds good, and even though it may be fun to scream that from the top of your lungs and to call for blood in the, the theoretical sense of prosecutions, like... It's not actually helping anything. It does not move us closer to victory. Uh, I tweeted out this afternoon that in 2042, we're going to have a 1,000 district attorneys with 14,000 indictments of anyone sitting in <laughs> office because that'll be the norm. Uh, do you, am, am I off base here? This doesn't move us anywhere closer to victory.
2: So, uh, the, the, the closer to victory is how we move the rest of the country to vote and the recognition of how gross uh, this Democratic Party is and how horrific Bidenomics is and how old and senile and unworthy Joe Biden is and Kamala Harris. That moves you uh, to to victory. To say it's Trump or no one, I don't think works. But we've seen three indictments not affect Uh, Donald Trump in the polls. If you take a look at at, at Iowa, you don't see uh, that level of movement. As William Jacobson pointed out, the first indictment, the Alvin Bragg indictment comes out. And even though DeSantis was closing, man, the gap got even bigger. If I take a look at the latest polling, August 2nd to August 4th, this is from TIPP. Trump 57, DeSantis 12. Wow. 12. Wow. That is certifiable.
1: I, I saw. There's a, new, there's a New Hampshire poll that also came out as well where you have DeSantis at 8%. Uh, Chris and, Christie's
0: leading DeSantis. Yeah, Chris
1: Christie, Chris Christie in that one. And it's, it's wild because Chris Christie is, is not a good candidate. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like the policy proposals that he's put forward are garbage. Same with Nikki Haley. Both garbage proposals. And yet they are gaining ground because the Republican primary right now is a mess. It is a dumpster fire that is, with seasoning.
2: Now, that's the Emerson poll that you're talking about. And the number you left out is that Trump went from 41 to 49.
1: <laughs> oh, that's goes, mean, that goes without saying. Yeah. The dude's I mean, cleaning no, it house in the go Republican saying. It's
2: unbelievable. <laughs> there's an indictment. Broop. He goes up. And so there's a question of whether or not Democrats are trying to tilt the scales because they desperately want Trump to win uh, the nomination. They want to keep everybody out. And this is the way people feel for Trump. They're going to support him to the very end, which is why I discuss how we want to do this, how... Uh, uh, the conservatives and the political right wants to do this because it's about victory, not about emotions. It's about victory. They may decide they're going with Trump, ride or die. Well, they may find out what die is.
0: Let's uh, pivot. We've been talking about the Trump indictment, but uh, let's go local here. The Indy Star did a and A with Joe Hogsett, Mayor ah. Hogsett. Sort of a milquetoast question as to uh, well, there's a lot of controversy as to where you were during the night of the riots. Why? Why are people asking that? Question? Like, they didn't really even go out and ask Hogsett where he was during the riots. Journalism. And his, and so it was kind of an awful question to begin with, and his answer was even worse. What do you think? Uh, his his answer was, I don't know
2: why you're asking me this. Uh, here's Look, here's a panel of people who said uh, that I'm awesome. And the people who asked this kind of question, uh, they're really political.
1: You don't city, say. The city
2: caught fire. Banks were on fire. Two people died. It's the right question to ask where he was, and the Indie Star failed certainly as as uh, reporters because they fail all the time when they want to do a story like they do the story about uh, Larry Nassar. Right. Man, they can really do some reporting when uh, they feel that it might hurt them ideolo- uh, ideologically. Well, then they stay away from it, and nobody else has asked the questions. It is the Indianapolis journalism pool uh, is is very shallow and. When when I say shallow, I mean dry as a bone has been converted into a flower pot. It is, it is just nonsense how little they don't care about information, about data, and about where
0: where uh, Joe Hogsett was while this city was set on fire. And now he's going to be able to say, hey, if somebody asks him that question in the future, some sort of debate, he's going to say, hey, I already addressed this. Go check my answer with the Indy Star, my non-answer. There was a panel put together. It's a political question. He didn't answer the question, Tony, which further f- fuels speculation and rumor. Yeah, it's um, it's a big middle finger to the people of Indianapolis who went through two nights of horror.
2: Yeah, but the thing is they've already given Indianapolis the middle finger. Don't you, you know that picture of Hogshead eating pizza and Thomas Carl Cook, <laughs> oh, the yeah. punk who hangs around them? Oh, oh,
1: yeah. oh yeah. It's a classic. <laughs> So, I mean, the, the finality of this is looking like to where Hoosier Media goes in the future to cover this kind of stuff, because the Indianapolis Star is hemorrhaging subscribers. They are. They're they're so desperate for people to subscribe to the rag that they are advertising like $1 for three-year subscriptions, and people still aren't signing up. So, eventually, Gannett is going to close that shop. They would close the Columbus Dispatch. They're getting ready to close the Minneapolis Star Tribune. Indy Star is coming. What fills that gap? That's the question, man.
2: You, you run the journalism world, the work you do at Daily Signal. You understand the importance of this. Uh, back in the day, the Franklin Center was about trying to get local journalists into the places that they need to be and trying to find them support. These things do matter. Without local journalists, you aren't exposing uh, the, the underbelly of your local government to sunlight, and, which sunlight is the best disinfectant. You get to understand what's going on. And when they have nobody watching, they get away with anything. Anything. Uh, so this is bad stuff. But then again, you won't notice
0: that the indie star is gone because they haven't done the work anyway. <laughs> Tuesdays with Tody Cats, six to nine a.m. Monday through Friday. Then again, noon to three Monday through Friday. TK, thank you. You got it. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.